My life be like Welcome to the Bucket Drop Podcast, everyone. Season 1, episode 34. I uh, just thought I'd do a little uh, post-mortem uh, about the Montreal Canadiens, talk about the UFC a little bit. Uh, normally, I take a few notes, but, uh, you know, uh, they had an amazing run, and uh, it was a fun ride. I ended season 1 on episode 33, just because I'm superstitious like that, and uh I saw shades of 93 with a few of those overtime wins in uh, the first series. As a house fan, you got to be proud of the team. They went on an incredible run. And uh, like Mark Bergevin said in his uh, press conference, uh, end of the, the season, I guess, press conference, you know, it's the tightest group uh, that he's seen since he's been a part of the organization. And, you know, he also said that there's no real superstars on the team. But you got to say, Suzuki and Cole Caulfield are looking good and uh, the future is bright. Uh, Saying that, I still think that they need to go after a superstar. I've been listening to uh, a lot of uh, talk, sport talk radio and stuff uh, recently, and you know they were talking about uh, different options. You know, either going after an Ovechkin or you know an Eichel. Uh, obviously, I don't think Ovechkin's going anywhere. He's going to sign a team-friendly deal, but uh, Jack Eichel. Uh, you know, you can do a few things. Uh, you know to free up some cap space I'm definitely of the opinion that they should leave Shea Weber unprotected guy's gonna be 36 next year I'm 36 and uh, let me tell you I definitely don't skate as fast as I once did and uh, that wasn't fast anyways but you know he's obviously he was hurt at the end of the season he had to be because he's not letting go of that big cannon on the point and I understand that he's great for the leadership in the group, but if you were watching this playoffs, uh, you'll see that Brennan Gallagher, although maybe not scoring a lot, is, uh, you know, true heart, uh, captain material, and, uh, you know, the Kraken won't pick up Shea Weber probably anyway, so you're basically using uh, one of the spots um, for free, right? So you're not going to lose Shea Weber, and you're not going to lose guys like... uh, Edmondson and Kulak and Sherratt, you know, so I don't see why they wouldn't do that, but, uh, you know, I keep hearing, you know, well, you know, it would be a slap in the face, yeah, but it's a business, and uh, understand, like Mark Bergeron said, that the, the group's really tight, but uh, just things to uh, think about. The Ottawa Senators have hired Pierre Maguire. That guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that's the guy who knows where everybody played their high school hockey. And to be honest, like as a commentator, Pierre Maguire is very knowledgeable, but uh, just rubs me the wrong way. 
I don't know what it is. Maybe it's his Weasley face. Uh, I, I don't know. He just goes on these tangents. And uh, I kind of liked when um, Mike Milbury used to put him in his place. It was uh, it was pretty funny to see those two argue. But I don't know. Like, when was he last part of an organization? Probably the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, maybe it'll help out. Obviously, he's going to hit the floor running because... Uh, the draft's going to be very, uh, very soon, so, uh, and I'm sure he's going to be part of the decisions about, you know, the expansion draft, and, uh, you know, as if I need another reason to cheer against the Ottawa Senators, but the Ottawa Senators also have a bright future, like the Montreal Canadiens, I, I know they didn't make the playoffs, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, I just think that uh, they're in a better position than a lot of teams, uh, certainly, uh, Canadian, and who knows what's going to happen next year? You know, is it going to be the North Division again, or uh, I, I honestly hope it is. I had a lot of fun watching it. I think it was uh, great for Canadian hockey, uh, but who knows, right? Um, the only reason why I wouldn't want it to be, uh, you know, the Canadian Division and stuff like that is because I'd like to see Kucherov get pummeled by. Uh, anybody on the Islanders or uh, the Montreal Canadiens because obviously everybody knows the narrative uh, you know that they were like 17 million dollars over the cap I know people have written like these long blogs about how you know it wasn't cheating and yeah I know it's a loophole and you know they won the Stanley Cup fair and square but at the same time, I think they made themselves the villains uh, just by, you know, finding these loopholes. I mean, it's like the New England Patriots, you know, and the Flategate, uh, you know, did they even do that? Probably not. I'm just saying they're just a team that's going to be easy to hate next year, and I'm excited for that. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, I got to be honest, like, the Montreal Canadiens came back from being three, down 3-1, three to one, uh, so I'm not going to be hating on the Leafs at all next year. Uh you know, they weren't dirty or anything, uh, you know, they didn't have a drunk guy, uh, just shitting on the Habs fans, and, you know, shitting on the city. Hope they don't shit on you, Bubbles. Shit on you? Who? Shit hogs. Big, dirty shit hogs. They're coming, Bubbles. They're flying in low. They're swooping down, shitting on people, and dragging them off to the big shit nest. But... I digress. The UFC, Conor McGregor losing to Dustin Diamond Poirier. Little anticlimactic. Uh, I was really enjoying that fight. And obviously, everybody knows what happened. Uh, he broke his... What is it? Tibia? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. He broke something in his leg towards the bottom of his leg. And it was nasty. Um, I definitely think that Dustin Poirier has a point. I think that he did probably shatter it or at least, you know, um, fracture it slightly when he was kicking Dustin because, I don't know, it just seems like a weird break. Uh, but uh, not to take anything away from Conor McGregor. I mean, he was fighting a pretty good fight. And who knows what's going to happen in a fight. Dustin's saying that he would have won anyways. Whatever. It's uh, like McGregor looked like an absolute fool, to be honest, in his press conference. I mean, uh, you know, saying that his 
wife had slid into his DMs. I don't even know what a DM is. I don't know. I'm 36. Connor's like 32 and he's married with three kids and he's talking about, you know, hitting on another guy's wife or the wife hitting on him when he's married with three kids at home. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's in a polygamous marriage, but definitely hope that they do it over. Um, It was just unfortunate that that happened. Uh, I think the UFC is better with Conor McGregor part of it. Uh, I don't think he's the fighter that he used to be. Like uh, that saying that, you know, you can't get up for a fight if uh, you sleep in silk sheets. And uh, I do believe that's a little bit true with him. Um, You know, he's biking all over California, waving at fans, stuff like that. I guarantee you uh, Dustin Poirier is like the you know, the Rocky Four movie, was it Rocky Four or Rocky Three, where uh, he's fighting the Russian, um, so, anyways, I think that it could have went either way, obviously, Dustin looked like he had the advantage, but, uh, look at, like, Connor versus Diaz won, uh, anything can happen in a fight, more interesting than that was a prelim fight, I didn't get a chance to catch it, because I was sanding my deck all weekend, by the way, guys, um, if you're sanding a deck, get ready for, like, a two-day job, uh, if it's like really like thick oil paint that was on there, um, I we're trying to sell our house right now, and what a bitch of a job! But you know, luckily, uh, you know, I, I got her done. And uh, but by the time it was I was done, it was uh, it was dark outside, and uh, yeah, so I didn't catch the prelims. Um, I caught the fight starting with uh, Dan Hardy, so. You know, I, I didn't see the Sugar Sean O'Malley versus, and now I feel bad because the guy was an absolute legend in the octagon. Uh, I want to say Mutinos or something like that. Anyways, this guy had neon green hair, and uh, I'm just going to say, I think that his nickname should now be the Neon Zombie. Uh, you know, you got the Korean Zombie in the UFC already. That guy took such a beating. I think they said they Sugar Sean O'Malley landed 189 punches on the guy. Uh, the guy's face was battered up he didn't even look like himself at the end of the fight just an absolute warrior and uh all the respect to that guy uh i think he's not even part of the ufc uh as i saw one of my friends joe on facebook say should the ufc sign him uh but yeah man i would tune in to watch that guy fight again and uh, you know hopefully he doesn't become punch drunk uh just absolute warrior go check out that fight on youtube that's how i watched it uh, so i don't know if it's a free fight or you know it was like a ripped off uh, the ufc or whatever i don't really give a shit about dana white and his uh his fat bald head uh and uh but yeah greg hardy you know who's been convicted of uh you know beating up his girlfriend uh he got knocked out by uh Tai Tuivasa, who is a special character in his own right, uh, very bizarre though, so he does shoeies, if you don't know what that is, go check it out on YouTube, he drinks beer from people's shoes, so not his own shoes, like, people pour beer, like, I understand doing it once as, like, a party gag, but, uh, yeah, pretty nasty, it's right mid-pandemic too, uh, well, maybe, maybe not mid-pandemic, but it's, we're still in the pandemic, and, uh, yeah, and speaking about that as well, uh, going off from the UFC for a second, Love Island is a show that I checked out last night with my wife. Um, I saw, again, on Facebook, add me, eh? Bobby Longgrass. I saw Josh 
uh, post something about Love Island. I didn't know what it was, but I'm like, hey, you know, I'm watching girl shows sometimes with my wife anyways. Now that hockey's over, you know, I got to entertain myself somehow. Again, pandemic. These guys and girls are making out with each other, like, one after the other. Like, some chick made out with, like, sorry, woman. Um, but, I mean, come on. Have a little respect for yourself anyways. Uh, she made out with, like, three or four dudes last night, so check out that show, either, I'm sure they're gonna find love, I don't know, maybe, uh, four or five babies will be born, uh, from that show, I don't know what the deal is on condoms and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe they should just call it Herpes Island, I don't know, you know, the diseases that might be running around in, uh, in that house, or if they get checked before they go in, but, yeah, a little weird, I'm trying to think if I covered everything, so, the Dan Hardy fight, like I said, uh, Dorino, uh, what's his name, Burns, also, uh, he won against Steven Wonderboy Thompson. Man, I did a parlay, and I knew, I kind of had a feeling that Dustin was going to win, just because, you know, Conor McGregor was going to have that, you know, TKO from last time, or KO, sorry, uh, from last time lingering in his head, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I think it's like that for anybody, you know, it's going to be in the back of your mind, and I've been listening to a lot of UFC commentary, and they've been, you know, mentioning that, but anyhow, uh, so yeah, I had McGregor winning, and I had Burns winning, I know I said that the last episode was the last one out of the season, but just call me the uh, Brett Favre of podcasting, I missed you guys, um, I want next year to be a little bit more interactive, you know, I could do one more episode, uh, episode 35, just because, you know, you got the expansion draft, and I'm just curious what you guys think, um, I'd like to know, you know, whether you're a Leafs fan, an Ottawa fan, or a Montreal Canadian fan, Edmonton Oilers, whatever, uh, starting with the Montreal Canadiens, who you would leave unprotected for the expansion draft, how about we do one forward, one defense, and, uh, yeah, like, uh, you can even say a goalie, Jake Allen, or, you know, whatever, so let's do that, guys, um, I'm gonna post it on Facebook, uh, and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna call you guys up during the week, and, uh, I'll release the episode next week, so I know not the most interesting episode today, but, you know, I think it'd be a lot more fun if, uh, you heard some different voices instead of my, uh, nasally annoying voice for uh, for 20 minutes tell me who you would leave unprotected on the Montreal Canadiens um, and uh, on the Leafs you know do the same thing um, on the Ottawa Senators I'd be interested to know uh, because obviously the Leafs there's so many question marks you know like they they have some great pieces but moving forward they're gonna have to do some tough decisions because obviously things aren't working and uh, next week we'll do episode 35, possibly the last episode of the season. Who knows? Like I said, I'm Brett Favre of podcasting. Every time I get out, they pull me back in. Hey, Joe. I'm Joseph Lazito, great podcast, a friend of mine, and he was asking me if I was coming back. Uh, I said no because we're expecting our second child and uh, pretty busy with the sell of the house and everything. But uh, yeah, I don't know. There you go. You guys got that news too now. So everybody have a great week. Great weekend.